All right, friend, what we going by tonight? What we going by? Mm -hmm. What you want to be called? Not Ray. Not Ray. Got you. I'm going to move this one. Bye. You. Your mic is up there. Okay. All right, Nare. Hey, friends. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Do me a favor, put your right hand up, put your left hand on your word, wherever you decide your word is. Okay, everybody always look nervous when I do that. Hold it just like that. I don't know what you got me. <laughs> What's happening? You will find out. You solemnly agree. Do you solemnly agree that we have your permission to post this across all of our post social media platforms? Oh, yes. Is there anything, and I do mean anything, that's off limits you don't want us to ask you about? Um, I mean, yeah, of course. There's some some things like I don't. I'm not into putting my personal business out or anything. But you know, the interview is personal, bro. I mean, I mean, if we do say something <laughs> that is off limits, do you understand? You can say no. You want to pass? Course, absolutely. Okay, cool. Show. Show. Now you move. What you doing? Not doing a swear, man. You so real. <laughs> After me. Yes, it's very personal. Have you watched the show? I did. I watched a couple. I watched a couple okay. episodes. So you comfortable, you comfortable with some of that with watching it? Um, it was it was all over the place. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I mean, we just want to see how it go. Um, I'm not. I wouldn't say that I can be like compared to a lot of people, so it probably won't go the way that it's going to go. So we'll just see how okay. it goes. I don't know. What what I'm expecting? Well, we talk about trauma. Okay. Um, that's pretty much the the go-to that we get into. We unpack it here. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm about to just. That was it. I'm about to finish real quick. We're gonna move ahead in the video. But um, yeah. I guess brief interlude. That's it. It was just an awkward silence. You walk, you started the interview and walked out. Okay, um, okay. Literally, it's no pressure. I'm your host, Bang on Bug. This your girl just came for real. And we got a special guest. You already introduced yourself, bro. Yes, what's up, y'all? It's Nari. Okay, you can uh, tell us where you're originally from. I am originally from West Philadelphia. Born and raised. Yes, ma'am. You was on the playground? <laughs> Most of my days. I'm cracking <laughs> up. Most of them. <laughs> I like her. She's okay, so did you grow up with uh, both of your parents? Um, I did until my mom passed away in 2010. What, what happened? Like, did she have cancer or something? She had cancer. And how did you uh, deal with it? Did you take it? I mean, I'm sure you took it. Was y'all real close? Or? Yeah, I mean, I was the baby. Yeah, she only had two kids, me and my older sister. So, I mean, I was young. So, like, I knew what was happening, of course. But it's like, I don't know, just as years have gone by, you start to just understand and feel different emotions throughout life, throughout whatever moments you go through, deal with whatever milestones, you just feel it differently as time goes on, you know? Were there particular moments where you were like, dang, I wish I had my mom? Um, definitely like graduations, mm. um, proms, um, heartbreaks, mm. like certain certain things, you know, you just want to go to your mom real fast. But I mean, I was blessed to have like other people kind of like in that position for me. So it wasn't, I didn't like have like a horrible right upbringing gotcha yeah <laughs> so what's, what's your best memory of your mom um oh that's so funny because i was just talking the other day about this um we used to every summer like it was like a big group of us we used to go to um the beach in atlantic city and we used to like ride bikes on the boardwalk mm -hmm. and like early morning and we used to like get henna tattoos and like do like random stuff. Like they got like haunted houses on the boardwalk. They got random stuff going on up there. So we just used to go out there and have a good time. So it was just always fun to, you know, just go Take out. that trip. Yeah, for sure. Okay, what's your relationship like with your um, dad? 
It's good. My dad, that's my dog. That's my guy. And give me some uh, game he told you about men. Oh, um, one thing, one thing that he definitely instilled into me is to not let like compliments and like just little sweet slick stuff to get to me. Do you like compliments? I mean, like compliments are fun, but like I know you don't care how I look, so I don't need anybody to tell me that I look good. Like it's not going to change sweet my weapons. opinion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's but, what I mean, yeah, that's 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 his advice for me when it comes to men, because you know, men they gonna tell you anything to get what they want. So. Most guys though don't. A lot of guys don't say you look good if you really don't. So I mean, it's not like I'm, I guess some guys will. But I don't. I don't tell women they look good. So who don't look? Who we try to say don't look good? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Most guys say it because they mean it. Like usually. Yeah. I'm oh no, it. no, definitely. But I'm just saying. Like, they'll mean it, but it's nothing behind that, though. Like, they don't really, they think what you, you mean, look. What you mean it's nothing behind it? Like, what you, what you mean by that? Like, I mean, it really depends on the situation. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of times when the guy's approaching you, it's just physical. It's just the flesh. I mean, you of course, that's at first. But then you have to read her. I mean, you have to vet her and see if yeah, she Yeah, absolutely. But I'm just saying, he just taught me don't just hear this and that and think that it's something and it's not. You, it gotta be deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's what's up. Okay, give me um, your most traumatic experience um, as a child. Man, probably just losing my mom. Nothing, nothing. Everything after that was like that. smooth sailing. I mean, what can be worse than that, you know? So. I mean, I heard you never recover sure. from that, so. I mean, yeah, because it's like constant, you constantly reminded every day that you can't call them or be them or anything like that so you know okay um okay something you had to make peace with as an adult to like move forward um that nobody is going to evaluate the world there's just so much evil and just so it's much negativity fact. and just so much so I just I had to I had to definitely come to terms with the fact that opinions are like assholes and everybody got one so don't like take that shit to mm -hmm. heart like you know Not people gonna say whatever they say and that's that's their that's on them that don't got nothing to do with me so you know block it out and live your life to the fullest because you know you only got one so what what was the breaking point that had you have to come to that that realization um i wouldn't say it was a breaking point but just like knowing where i'm going because i'm an artist i'm a singer and like just watching other people in my position other upcoming artists and people who did have their time to blow up or whatever the case may be they deal with like a whole bunch of criticism and backlash just for being themselves, just for doing their thing. And mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, I see, I seen a lot of people deal with that. So it's just like, you know, I can't let anything. Especially in this, yeah. For sure, for sure. Okay, yeah, I was, uh, I was paying attention to one of the posts I put up and um, my homeboy was like, um, he, cause the girl was like, she was like a sexual assaulter. So, he just, I don't know why he said, he was like, yeah, you know, when I used to invite girls over to record, I just pulled my dick out or whatever. And he was like, most of them would go for it. And, and some girl was saying, like, that's sexual assault. So is that sexual assault in, like, a private setting? Like, does a guy have to ask to, like, put, you know, because some guys will put their hand on a private or whatever. Like, is that considered a stranger? Assault? I don't know. I'm saying if y'all... If y'all talking and then y'all just link up and then he just try something, like, would you consider that assault? Meaning you, it's the intention for us to deal with each other. What you saying? Yeah, somebody's trying to talk to you and he just trying to make a move, but it's... 
Yeah, when we asked that, yeah. Because yeah. I, I wouldn't say that was sexual assault. I would say it's, like, definitely just, like, inappropriate and weird because, like, like, you don't just do that. Like, that's something that you probably should gradually get into or something or, like, talk about or something. You don't just pop out with it. Like, I mean, I guess it just depends on the situation. I don't know what people be getting into. But I'm not trying to just, oh, I'm going to the bathroom real fast, and I come back, and your man is out. Like, I'm like, what the hell you got going on? Like, what? So what's the weirdest thing a guy done done to like I guess make a move? You get what I'm saying? Like, um, I haven't really dealt with like any weird people. Like anybody that I've like dealt with has been like my boyfriends. So, you know, thankfully I don't be getting into no the stuff that these people be getting into. What about, what about you, <laughs> I don't have no weird things either. I don't think. Oh, driving for Lyft, but I wasn't, it wasn't somebody I was talking to, but I had a, a passenger, this white guy, he was getting pulled over for drive, like for a DUI, they called him before he was driving or whatever, so they let him call a Lyft, and he got in the car with me, and basically wanted me to spin the block, because he wanted to go back to get his car, but while we're like talking about it, because he wanted to pay me, he was trying to like fake, like he was going to pay me this lump sum of money, but in the midst of all of that, he was like, like flirting with me, but basically asking me, like, yeah, you trying, can can I pay you for sex, basically, while we in the car? And I'm like, no, you're disrespecting me. And I let him know that he disrespected me, and I let it go the first time. But he did it, like, three more times. Like, after he apologized, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. I didn't mean to come off like that. And he tried it, like, three more times. So it was like, oh, you're dead serious. And I dropped him off at a gas station. Okay, that shit must that's work. the go. Right, it, it must work. Right. Yeah, that shit work. <laughs> because you kept you trying. Yeah, that shit work. And then his girl called the phone. They were like, are you in the lift or are you coming home? And I was like, he, he, he said, no, she's about to, and I was like, he's about to get dropped off. Okay. They were like, is, is he getting dropped off because he asked to get dropped off? I was like, no, he's getting dropped off because he's trying to have sex with me in my car. And they were like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, yeah, come get your man. Yeah, quick. For real. <laughs> like, what in the world? He gotta go. Mm. Okay, um, a simple misunderstanding uh, that ruined the bond. That ruined the bond? Yeah. A simple misunderstanding. See, I'm the type of person, I'm straightforward, I'm very communicative. So, if there's a problem and we really cool, then, you know, we finna talk it out, we finna figure it out. Like, mm -hmm. nothing, not, not a misunderstanding is gonna mess up a bond. Never. Misunderstanding, all you gotta do is just communicate. We too grown to not know how to communicate. There's so many mm -hmm. people out here. <sighs> so you got good friends around you. Yeah, I mean, really my family. I don't really have too many friends, to be honest. So you got a good family, then you could communicate For with sure. your family? I mean, like my cousins, you know, your cousins is your first best friend, mm -hmm. usually. So, For sure. my, my siblings, family. my sisters. Okay, this was a tweet. Um, he said, I don't give a fuck how much shade a bitch throw. Bitch, she gonna come in my face talking loud. So, have you ever experienced that, like, recently? Or... No. <laughs> nobody, nobody be trying to be for real. Like, side. Back, back when I was in high school, life was different. But now, I be chilling. I be chilling. I don't, I don't so, what happened in high school? In high school, people just used to be hating on me. Like, I was not bothering nobody. I was literally cool with, like, all different types of people. Like, I used to be in, um, like, the art club. I used to be on, like, the step team. I was with the cheerleaders. Okay. And I went to school in New Jersey for a few years. So that's, like, more of, like, the white side a little mm. bit. So, like, I was, like, I was clicking with, like, a whole bunch of different people. Like, cooking class. Like, a whole mm -hmm. bunch of whole bunch of different stuff so like i never felt like i like gave off no type of vibes to nobody but people always used to be like weird to me for whatever reason who part newark no um it's called um sickleville it's in south jersey <laughs> it's kind of it's really close to philly like mm. probably like 25 minutes depending on what part of philly you're traveling from over a bridge yep <laughs> Okay, this is something I've been experiencing. Like, when I post stuff, like, a girl will send me a reel of her response. But, like, when I post it, like, I never been with a girl who was faithful. So this girl I used to fuck with, she sent me this reel about 
it was like Nino, the Nino guy. Like if you ever told our business or something like that, I can't trust you. So like, have you ever like? Oh, she was head. That dog was head <laughs> and all of it. Like somebody like you said something, but you ain't really talking to the person, but they feel like you are, and they start like messaging you or like you know, I guess posting a little shit like I guess responding with you know without without actually responding to you. You get what I'm saying? Like just throwing shade, basically. Yeah, sending like, you a talk, reel or, or making a post about what you did. Sub tweeting. Oh, for sure. But still, back in high school, though, like ever since. I like graduated. I don't be I don't be in the mix no mm-hmm. more for real. Like unless it's, unless I'm working, then I just be chilling. I don't I don't be getting into it with nobody. I'm, I don't got time for that. I'm trying to elevate. That's just straight negativity, you know. Yes, like sir. granted, I mean you know it's life. People it's gonna always be haters and always be somebody. But you know it just you just gotta pick your battles and. You know, decide when you want to go high, decide when you want to go low. Okay, so what what makes you um, fall in love with a guy? Like, the three top things he does that's going to make you fall. Um, Definitely, I like somebody who is all about, like, their business and working. Like, I like to see somebody that's getting up and actually going and working and making making sure they do what they got to do so that's important to me because i get up and i work and i do what i got to do so if you're not doing what you got to do then you really ain't we ain't finna ain't nothing for us to talk about unfortunately i have i mean and it wasn't even always like that so i like i can't i ain't trying to just throw, throw them under the bus or nothing but for sure like Anyway, okay. that's number one. <laughs> number two, I would say, um, um, definitely don't be in nobody's face, nobody else's face. Don't be like, um, like just be all about me. Make sure that you're making me feel like the queen that I am and putting me on this different pedestal and applying the pressure that you know I deserve because, like, how else are you supposed to come? Yes, exactly. And then um, number three, um, what's somebody make me laugh. Hmm? What's applying pressure? Applying pressure, like just like coming to see me, um, just talking to me, just like throughout the day, calling me just because like you miss me, I want to hear your voice, like um, just surprise dates, um, flowers, like just you know random love, random.
So it may make them feel better to know, oh, you've been through this too? Because otherwise it's like, you don't really have any merit in telling me how to feel because you've never been through this. Versus you saying, well, I have been through this, so I understand how you may be feeling right now. Right, see, and that's what I mean by, um, you know, if they ask questions, because like if they're dealing with it, they're going to be like, well, you know, did you have to deal with this? And then uh, then you could be like, yeah, well, actually I did, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Or if you had to, like if a parent goes through that while that child is alive, right? They may be going through emotions and stuff that they can't even explain. And versus you just telling your child, not to say like a four-year-old, but a teenager or something. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who's old enough to understand that situation. Let them know, man, this is what I'm going through right now. I know I didn't tell y'all, but... This will happen so that they can have a better understanding of what you're going through and y'all can possibly communicate better and deal better through the situation. Versus just assuming they're supposed to treat you nice because you feel bad because teenagers suck. <laughs> I kind of wish my dad would, he would tell me like stories of what he used to do and he'll just always be like, don't do that. You don't ever ask mm-hmm. him? No, not really. Ask my you. mom kind of like, she tell me like all the shit she used to do. like. Used to beat up bitches and hit old bottles. And <laughs> she she tell me all her little war stories, but my dad don't. don't really say I that. My granddad stuff, especially like now that he's older too. But he used to always, he used to always talk about his stories, but like whatever he wanted to share. Now that we old, I'd be like, "What's up, granddad?" Like I'd be talking to him and stuff, asking whatever. You tell me. <laughs> okay. Um, words that stuck with you. Um. That you will never forget. Um, something my dad told me. He said, "If you're gonna pray, don't worry. If you're gonna worry, don't pray." Hello, not for real. Can you say can we together? At all, zero concerns. At all, got to pick one. Mm-hmm. And what's what's the last thing you prayed about and the last thing you worried about? Um, that's a great question. Um. Pray that you and me and I'll be doing DoorDash 
And like, I'll go, like, okay, so recently, actually, um, I went to deliver this food to this person. <laughs> and before I even, so I had two orders, and before I even went to pick up their food, they're texting me asking me where I'm at. Girl. I'm like, I didn't even... I didn't even get there yet. They like, oh well, can you give me some honey, some honey mustard and some this and some that? I'm like, you know, I'll see because you know a lot of stores charge, and I'm not about to come out of my pocket for no honey mustard, and you don't even be leaving no tips for real. Mm -hmm. So I went and I pulled up, and they told me it was going to be, um, it was going to be some money. So I was like, and I actually was going to get it from because they kept asking, like they would text me back to back to back to back to back. Before I even got there, right. so I'm already annoyed, and I'm just like, you know what? Can you please just get these people they right. sausage? Yeah. Right. So, um, I get the sausage for them, and I text them like, I have your sausage. I'm on the way. So I get there, I pull up, and um, he's in like this complex with this. Um, you have to have a a code, or you have to open. He he has to open up the gate for you to get into the garage. So I pull up. And he's like standing there, just like giving me this look, and I'm like, "Here you go, have a good day," type stuff, right? And like the way he was looking at me, like you could tell he was like, he had something. He yeah, it was it was some energy coming off. Right. Like I did something to you, sir. I don't have to text you right back. Right. I'm driving. Right. And like. There. Okay, and I got your sauce. What is your problem? Like. So it's just like I just I hate when I go to extra miles for customers. Like I'll still go and get your sauce. I'll still do this. I'll still do that. And then y'all just because then later on, girl, let me tell you, they gonna report me talking about some. Oh, I was driving. I wasn't driving the car that I said I was driving. People get on my nerves. <laughs> like, what did you what did you get out of that? And what? First of all, DoorDash. Why does that matter? Why did does the it matter? But it was it the right car, too. I believe you. But did the food make it there? Did the food, did the sauce, like, right. well, well, was it that, I should have just kept, like. <laughs> right, I should have ate your food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't yeah. people be getting on my nerves. And dumped your sauce up. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes, sometimes I just, I just, because I'm that type of person, like, I don't know. I like, I like to just. Do my, I feel like I'm gonna get my blessings regardless. Like, Absolutely. So I just try to still do my part, even though people be irritating Trying me. I'll be like, you know what? I'm just gonna take the high road, but I still be, Earth. still be being stressed out. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Okay. Um, what would you say? I want to hear yours. Well, I'm paying attention. I'd be looking for the next person or something like that. You asked. Um, when it's when you oh go ahead no you go ahead <laughs> when you've done something good or whatever and it don't work out well right yeah like, the wrong person yeah you basically slept in the face for doing something good um I had this um this chick she had like six kids and basically she made it seem like she was doing me a favor by fucking with me and I moved her and her kids in. She was acting like she was helping me out. Mm -hmm. So it was like she kind of slapped me in the face. Like, I ain't really helping her. She helping me. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the money she was giving me on the bill, she would ask for the shit back. So it really was. Right. You wasn't helping me at all. Right. So, yeah. It's like all the time, though. Like, I took my food stuff and bought, got groceries for my brother's house and put their kids to sleep and all of this stuff. And after. Whatever transpired with us, he was like, "You talking about you put the kids to sleep? You do that every day." Well, that was why I did it. Because <laughs> I don't have kids, right? right. <laughs> and and then you said you got food. You ain't supposed to be doing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could have kept my food stash for myself. All right. It was it was crazy. I was like, but that was a blessing for me because I'm like, all right, bet because I know what was coming to me. And I be thinking about my family and stuff and who gonna get what and what I want to do for them all this. <laughs> Oh, you saw good. You played yourself. You definitely did. <laughs> it's just less, you know, less, one less person I gotta help. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I ain't worried about it. But they be praying for you. Matter of fact, she was trying to come back and shit. Heck so. no. No, we. I saw who you were the first time, ugly. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Um, a move you made, you felt that it was like fake, but it was like right for you. I, I thought that it was fake. Yeah, like an example, like when Kanye um 
Like, Dame Dez put Kanye on, but he ended up going with Jay-Z later on because he felt That's like that was best. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So it was like, it was disloyal to Dame, but it was better to go with Jay-Z because he had, like, I guess the bigger connections and all that. Because I'm real, that's why you always say that. Um, no, nah, I don't think so. I don't even know how to be fake. Mm. Probably being nice to people or something like that. Like being. That's fake? Like sometimes because it's like being an entertainer, you kind of just got to go be that entertainer, even if you're not. Yeah. All right, yeah. I don't want to say who it was, but like. Yeah, I had to go to a show and be cordial with someone who I didn't necessarily particularly care for just because of something that they did. But it, it's like that's fake for me because I don't even want to be around the person. I don't care to do business with them or nothing like that. But because of what the show was, it's like you got to go. So, yeah, that was probably the closest I had to vending to just playing it cool though. Okay, so um, do you like singing like acapella and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. Can you do something where you scared? You know what I'm saying? Do you scared just say it? Well, why would I be scared? I am an artist. I'm a singer. I'm not scared. Absolutely not. So, um, this actually okay. Cause I got I got a few songs that I would like to promote, but. Um, this is the song that I just released. It's called Don't Forget That. And, you know, it's just it's a little love song. I wrote it by my man because, you know, sometimes he be getting on my nerves. Sometimes we be beefing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, I still love him, and I don't want him to forget that. Even if, you know, we having mm-hmm. some some issues, even though we fight, even though, you know. He works. It ain't. Huh? What'd you say? Yeah, I'm going to say that. <laughs> he does <laughs> a very nice job. <laughs> no, nah, but um, so here it goes. It's alright. I don't wanna talk anymore. I don't even feel a spark anymore. Cause you big whack, and you know that thing called pride won't let us chit chat. You rather argue with your shorty than come fix that. I ain't gonna let your silly games when I'ma sit back. But I'm probably gonna call you when I get back Cause you know you surely love you, don't forget that You know that boy, you wanna make it right Well come and make it up to me tonight You miss me boy, you don't even wanna fight So don't fight with me So tell me then it goes into the chorus, but y'all gonna have to go get that, okay? Y'all gonna have to go hear it. It's on YouTube, it's live music, it's on like, Spotify, title everywhere. Find me on Instagram at I-T-Z-N-A-R-A-I, and you know, you can hit the link in my bio, and y'all gonna find everything. I wanna hear it. So, um, Miss Guy, like, y'all getting married, or y'all just, like, playing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as of right now, we are not getting married, but that's what, you know, the goal is in the future, for sure. Y'all talk about it? I mean, yeah, we've had conversations about it. That's been very How many have been dating? Um, two years. That's like... Or almost two years. There you go. You think she's 30, 45? Even if a girl is, like, in her 20s, like, that's, that's the time. Two to three years, like, that's after three years, they feel like you're bullshit. No, that's some downside. I don't feel that way. I feel like, I mean... Like ten, I feel like that's excessive. <laughs> After ten years, it's either you gonna do it or you're not. But like, I would say like maybe like five or six. 
Because, like, you want to build a foundation. You don't want to just get married quick and then y'all still don't even really know each other. Thank you. And y'all haven't been through every season together. And by season, I mean, like, rich, broke, or not rich, but, like, having money, not having money, sick. Like, you got to be with people in every season to know how they are, know how they build. Like, you got to build a foundation before you, you know, really take that next step. A lot of people be jumping the yes. room. It don't be, it don't be tall. And it don't be ready back for over it. Exactly. It's like, y'all don't, they don't build nothing in order to have something real. That's a long fucking time, especially after five. He say, hey, um. I want to do something else. You get what I'm saying? I guess it's fine when you like early 20s, but like once you, because the girls I meet like maybe like 35 and up, that don't be bullshit. Mm. And they be like, they want to rush everything but sex. They be like, oh, I get married in a year. And, and they be wanting mm. <laughs> to take months to have you sex. You think you get to know somebody in two years? Like really know somebody? Because like even like if you say, if you wait for five years and then the person is like, never mind, we about to change our mind. Imagine if you got married at two, and then by five years, they was like, never mind, I want to change my mind. I think it's just about, um, it's just like you just have to find somebody who really fuck with you. It's like, whatever going to go on, they going to be willing to fix it type mm -hmm. shit. Like, if you just find a genuinely good person, it, it's not going to matter what's going on because they're going to stick by you. I think you're going to find out what you what you dislike about them and then figure out if it's worth it like yeah, if, if you, you can, can deal with it whatever for sure like that's the goal if you want it if your goal is two years and you gotta get married by the two-year mark you gotta know exactly what you dislike about that person and, and decide like can i deal with it yeah, but it's best like to live with them like you can find that out in the two years like if y'all living together so i don't think it's gonna be hard to find out no for something. real that's gonna be a lot of pressure like you really that's really, you really just putting it to the test. Let's try it. Okay, <laughs> jump right in. Right <laughs> in. Oh my gosh, I am, I'm liable to start hating somebody. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? You really like this? All right. Yeah, too soon. For real. I'm just kidding. So, y'all yeah, yeah, live together? We do. Okay, then. Okay, yeah. Y'all on the right path then. Yeah, we we straight. We got a we got a solid foundation. We good. For sure. Successful. It's a blessing. Okay, so um Thanks, girl. Thank you. Okay, the um last time you felt um appreciated and the last time you felt unappreciated. Um, that time I felt appreciated was this morning when my man made me some breakfast. Um, last time I felt unappreciated was definitely when I delivered that DoorDash order. <laughs> like, oh, that didn't make you not want to do nothing for nobody. Because, like, why did you like that? Why yeah. did you do that? Now everybody got to take what they get. Okay. <laughs> nope, I can't. Sorry. Okay. They ain't had none. <laughs> they ran out. Okay. Man, I tried this shit, and it was like, I, I wasn't making no money. I did the Uber Eats. Mm. And I'm like, I didn't see no money. They weren't leaving no tips. See, when I did Uri's, every order had a tip. Okay, I oh, had like really? a $21 tip. They they be tipping well. Uber Eats. And Uber Eats does this thing where if you don't, I had to learn because I started using that when I was delivering for them. If you don't take it off, they automatically like got it on there. You got to press like no tip or they going to give it like a percentage on there. So a lot of them mm -hmm. just be coming. I used to be ready. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna get a tip every order. Let's go. Period. Okay. They gotta pay attention. I ain't see it. I was like, I don't see how motherfuckers be surviving off of this shit. I feel you got that. When I was doing it in DC, it was little to no money. Like, I only did it because I had mentees and they wanted to spend time with me. So I would drop for live all the time. So I would do Uber Eats so they could ride in the car with me. But I'd be like, all right, y'all go get the food. Like, y'all go deliver. And they didn't care. They loved it. That's a smooth finesse right there. Yeah, I was just chill in the car. And take the money home, and they got the time they wanted to spend with me. But it wasn't no money. I was like, look, I love y'all, but I gotta go make some money. Yeah. It seemed like you do your kids like that if you had some kids. What? You think I'm kids? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Everybody in the car. We outside. Let's go. We're we gonna stop somewhere. We're gonna find something cute. We're gonna eat while we out. We might go to a park, you know? So, whatever. The world is our oyster, but we're gonna make money while we're doing it. Okay. Um,. What's something that happened that uh, made y'all question God? Nothing. 
like the existence of God? Yeah, it's like God real. Like if you see like it's like a story was like a baby got raped by her stepdaddy, like mm. it'll make you be like, damn, God let that happen. Or... Absolutely not. If you believe in God, you believe in the devil. Mm. So mm. and the devil working just as hard. Like so, no, absolutely not. Only time I guess I could say I question God is I be seeing signs, but I try not to see a sign in everything. But sometimes it do, like, sometimes everything be here. So sometimes I'll see things and I'm like, is that me? Like, assuming that this is something or is this God really talking to me right now? That's the only time I really question his presence. But existence, no. And it's like, like she said about the devil thing, to see all these demons and all of this stuff that's going on in this world, like really people, you know, selling their souls and doing whatever, whatever. Is to know that if that exists, that God gotta exist too. It can't just be one side of the story that it's made its way. Okay, um, I guess um, a story that uh, brings tears to your eyes and a story that brings a smile to your face. Like about me, like my life story, or just a story in general. Whatever you wanna go with. Story that brings tears to my um, a story that brings tears to my eyes. I don't know. I'm an empath, so like I be feeling everything. <laughs> Not necessarily I be crying all the time, but like I just like I just feel people. Like I feel people. Mm-hmm. So if I see somebody just like going through something, then I'm definitely going to feel it, for sure. But, um, last thing that made me smile, last story that made me smile was, hmm, that's a great question. Let's come back to me. Y'all can go. (laughs) Um, A story? You said story, right? The story, I mean, the last story that made me smile was just now when you asked me, like, if I uh, prayed for Scott. It's like, I just thought about our story and then came to you. Okay, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll just skip me. Okay, um. <laughs> you don't have nothing to smile about? Or you don't have an answer? Um, uh, mama now. Your mama now? Yeah, my mama now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it something like you expect your man to do for you that you wouldn't do for him? Be one thousand. It's something that I don't want to do, but I'll be willing, I guess, to shut up. You know, like how you be like, this woman should just shut, shut up and let me in. Yeah. It's like, Sometimes I just shut up, but it's like it's not something I would do. So I wouldn't expect you to do it, but it's like you know, just shut up, just go with it. Right? Relax. <laughs> but I understand why it won't happen because <laughs> I'm not her either. You know. So you never say it to her, like shut up. <laughs> no, I probably tell them like. You being too like you doing too much. I won't tell him shut up. It's like you're doing too much. Like relax, calm down. Yeah, I meet the disrespectful rashes. They always be saying shut up, and I have to say shit. You shut the fuck up. Who do you think I am, yeah. man? Like I treat people. It's like normal now for girls saying this shit. Bro. It's not normal. You didn't have normal people. <laughs> it's not okay. Do you ever tell your man to shut up? Um, not like seriously. Even if he's joking, I take it as disrespectful. Like, like the girl's like, oh, shut up. That's <laughs> not disrespectful. I like, take it as disrespectful. Oh, MG. <laughs> that is so extra. You can't tell somebody but you. Tell me you shut up playfully. I'm cracking up. Because then it's like they getting you used to it. Like, like, you think they chop for nothing that way? Yeah, because the comedian <laughs> said, This is how you ease your way into calling a girl bitch. Like, say it when y'all have a <laughs> like, You're too crazy. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut
So they finessing it to where you can get used to it. That makes sense. Because you called out one time, I told you shut the heck up. Yeah, you do that shit a lot. I don't do that a lot. I stopped when you called it out. No, you did a few more times. Nah, like, you had to win yourself off with it. I ain't going for that. I'm not. <laughs> I pay, once somebody call out something with me, I'm like, oh, that bothered you. And I try really hard not to do it no more. I'm like, don't do that. You said something nice. I'm like, I did. Okay, um... A lesson that was repeated um, until you learn from it. Um, me, me to control my emotions for sure, because I got myself into a lot of situations from just not knowing how to take because I'm an Aries, so I'm that's a fire sign and ooh, yeah, Aries it be quick. Okay, it be quick. So I gotta. <laughs> had to learn that, you know, depending on, you know, where you at, who you talking to, the situation, you can't just be tripping. You got to chill. You got to, you know, definitely, for sure. You, um, you get along with Capricorn? Yeah, my marriage is Capricorn. Did you know them signs don't match? My ex-wife was like a Capricorn, but they don't match. Yeah, I think, I think I did read that the compatibility is not, like, super, super high, for sure. It's just real low. Like, that shit does not matter. <laughs> like, well, real. I mean, we, we work together pretty well, uh, yeah. so. That's how Leo's is, like, with Taurus, but those are some of my favorite people. Like, I get along really In a relationship? You a Leo? Mm-hmm. I'm a Leo. Okay, I love Leo. Okay, yay. Now, for real, we all like gang, for real. My dad ain't Aries. But, um, in a relationship, too, yeah. Like, I, be I love Capricorns though, but they, right? like, they don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's an Aries men thing. Right. Right. I don't know because my girl best friend, she's a Capricorn as well, and you know we all good. We we straight. I love Capricorn. They drink a lot. Okay. Yeah, they be like drug addicts. They yeah, <laughs> for real. They be drunk. They have to like. <laughs> It's like they have to dope themselves up just to live, live life. Live, yeah. And, but they be living, though. They be thriving through it. Oh, see, I, I ain't going to put that all of that on them. Okay. <laughs> but they be drinking. They, they do drink. They can drink. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, so what's y'all worst experience like with an alcoholic? <laughs> My dad is an alcoholic, so it's like, <laughs> which one? You know what I'm saying? But um, you want to go? Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> right. um so one of my brothers ended up getting beat up on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. this one year because he was drunk. So I mean it didn't necessarily affect me, but it was just a bad situation for him because he was just he just did the most and you know what happened happened. He got beat up in front of you? Yeah. Y'all didn't do nothing? I mean, sometimes you gotta know how to watch your mouth in certain situations, you know. He said he wants to do I'm his little, his baby sister. What you expect me to do? Sisters pick up shit and everything. Bro. I mean, it was a, it was like a, like a real close family friend, and like he, when you ask him for something, you get it. Like you can't. Yeah. My dad bought the whole family. On Christmas, after, like the Christmas after my grandmother died, he fought the whole family. He ain't, I ain't gonna say he lost though. That's a strong man. That's a strong little bony man. Like, definitely was drunk and fought the whole family. Yeah, my dad used to come in like staggering. Like, that's why I don't drink because mm-hmm. of him. But yeah, it's just, I mean, he, he every time he drink like he just talk a lot like he just start saying shit to where you be like bro like leave me alone like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at peace my nigga get, get away from me so that's when he talk yeah that's when you should ask him about the stuff that's when you don't want to talk to him because <laughs> it don't make sense or he just be t- it's like he's rambling like it's like shit you don't want to hear like and I, I ain't never think to just be asking him stuff like. But he ain't been like that for like years. That was when I was like real young. He was drinking like that, but he still drink though, not as much. We used to bother my father in his sleep. Cause like, not cause he would try to prank you and stuff. But like he set my my stepmother foot on fire one time while she was asleep, and he thought that was hilarious. He was like, she levitated out the bed. Like he thought that was hilarious. So 
one time we put like <laughs> my dad got real big lips we put lipstick going on we painted his nails and there oh he would stay up by the time he woke up but it was like that's a vicious thing. <laughs> I took a picture. Yeah, we took a picture. <laughs> he was passed out. He got to do all of that stuff. She posted. I want to see that. I don't know where that picture is now. I think it was on my stepmother's phone. And this was, I was probably in eighth or ninth grade. Oh, eight, oh, nine. Okay, do y'all got like good memories from um, being over drunk? Yeah. My best I'm friend. sure you do since your man ain't around. No, he's not a drunk. Absolutely not. He just he can drink. If he chooses to drink, he can. He can handle the will. Yeah, he handles it well for sure. You let him drive. I be the lit one. (laughs) But that's that's how he's supposed to be. He's supposed to, you know, watch over me. But um, what you asking? I said you let him drive, like when he be. Um, nah. If he if he too lit, then I'm driving. It just depends, you know. We we take care of each other. It's a balance. I guess my gun memory would be like, um, we woke up and it was a puppy. Like, man, <laughs> <laughs> my daddy brought it home. And my mom said, y'all can't keep that motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, damn. But we was happy that whole day, though. But, uh, that was really good. That was really man, good. Was a, uh, I mean, why you brought a puppy home? <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we had to get rid of it. We just had it for a day, though. <laughs> what kind of dog was it? It was a mud. It looked like a German Shepherd, though. But I think it's like a mud. Your mommy. Well, who was in the projects, huh? You can't have no damn dog in no project. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um. So it brought a puppy home. Yeah, yeah. That's lit. <laughs> okay, um. The hardest obstacle in your life so far? Um. I guess as of right now, just trying to trying to break through when it comes to my artistry and my music. That's that's my obstacle. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm getting at right now, for sure. So do you feel like, um, you know, I was doing music too. I felt like I was like better than most people. Like, do you feel like that? Do you feel like you average? Or I mean, I don't feel like I am better than anybody. But I feel like my music is definitely better than some people's music. I mean, that's, sure. what I, that's what I mean. Yeah. No, nah, but I just want to I just want to make sure I make that clear because I don't want to just for people to be like, oh, no, she thinks she's better than. No, I don't think I'm better than anybody. We all equal. But Ooh. when it comes to my music, Hello. when it comes to my music, though, I, I definitely feel like I'm on another level. I ain't even going to act like, you know, I'm not. <laughs> I am. I'm sure. saying you think you're on a level like to where like if you was on a label you could sell like absolutely for sure. And I write my own music as well, so you know I do I do all my background vocals and mm-hmm. I really take my time when it comes to my craft. Like I this is something that I'm really serious about and I want longevity in. So I really like when you when you hear my music, it's substance to what I'm talking about. It's like it's not just like a which granted, I do have my little turn up songs here and there, but everything is not just I'm just bouncing this ass or I'm just this or that. Like it's actually stuff that I'm talking about in my music. So, so is your goal to be silent? Um, potentially. I really don't know like where I want to go, especially when it comes to being signed because it's so so much controversy in that when it comes to you know what type of deal you gonna get and mm. and who you gonna sign to because some labels. We have an ulterior motive, and you know sometimes they be trying to change you, and sometimes you know. So you just never know. So I just whatever makes sense for me is what I'm gonna do. But for now, I'm independent though, and you know I plan on being independent until I, you know, find something that makes sense for me, find something that I'm happy with. So have y'all seen that picture of Glorilla? She can get the magazine shoot, and everybody saying she sold her soul now. I did see that. Um, she got a, uh, if you look it up, um, it's on her Instagram page, but basically she got a picture where she covered her eye and covered her mouth at the same time or whatever. So they saying that she took the vow of secrecy and she doing the little all seeing eye thing. It's mm-hmm. a sign? Yeah, it's a. I'm it's, saying that's, is that like, it says that somewhere that's what that means? That's doing? a Masonic sign, yeah. Like you can see a trend with artists, they do it to symbolize that. You know, um, when I was reading the, the 40 Laws of Power, they say 
like ours, like if you attach yourself to like Satan type stuff, like it may isn't you know it intrigues people. So people might do it just to sell records, not necessarily saying like that's what they do. But yeah. that make people want to buy into what you're doing. Yeah, I see what you're doing. But yeah, it says that in the book to do that. To do it. Yeah. I mean, that would. Do you believe that people hide things in plain sight? Absolutely. Yeah. I do. But I feel For like sure. that that would be a way to hide it in plain sight. Like, oh yeah, some people do this for money, but it's like no, they're doing it for the devil. In my opinion, though. But would y'all do that? Would you do it? To um, like play like um, I worship Satan. Nah, would you sell your soul? Would you would you worship Satan? I don't think that's real. I worship though. the Lord. Amen. That's it, and that's all. <laughs> I'm not even gonna play like that. That's everybody say that until it happened though. I mean, that's cool. That ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm think it's good. real though. But I mean, um, would I just uh, do some stuff to make people think that probably so? Like, I mean, because I don't think it's real. <laughs> you start throwing those symbols and stuff in here. I'm gone. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> I don't think that's real though. So I mean, I probably would do some. The weird stuff just to be like, look at me, like, buy into what I'm doing, because that's all this shit is. You think so? You're going to be wrapped up in something you don't want to be in. Okay. I know what I really want to do, though. But you like pledging allegiance to something once you start it. And then there's just like levels to it now. And then it's hard for you to get out of that once you're in it. Y'all putting that on me. I'm just, I'm just telling you what, what the symbols mean. You're yeah. trying to make sure that you know what, what you about to get I into if you're trying to do something for a joke. So if the, so basically, like, the devil, if if you find out that this is real and the devil come to you, you going to tell the devil nothing? I don't think it's real. But if it did? It's not real. Okay, so you, because it, it don't exist. Then. It's not even real. Start hearing it's voices, play don't, play. don't call me. <laughs> no, nah, you can call me. I'm going to push it away from you. I got your back. If you hear a voice. Snoop Dogg talked about, you know, like it's different artists who talk about it in their music, their experience of selling their soul. Snoop Dogg talked about it. I, I wish I knew the names of the songs, but you can Google like Snoop Dogg talk about selling their soul in a song. Um, it's a bunch of artists, just Google artists talking about selling their souls in songs, but they talk about this voice coming to them. Tupac did it. DMX talk about it uh, in his poem, The Industry. But they talk about the voice and they talk about what it offers you and then what what happens and stuff like that. So what was like what happened when they did it? Did anybody do it? Yes, they've well, all yeah, done people, it. Yeah. But I'm saying, but DMX like he that's all he talk about is done. Like so he he and that's so typically the people who you see that turn out looking like they drug addicts or looking like they crazy and stuff like that. Those are the people who were against it, but they try to expose it. So like Orlando Brown, Orlando Brown allegedly got locked up a long time. Like now it's been a few months. Nobody's talked about this, right? Nobody knows what has they happened. They recently to locked him up? Yeah. I thought he was just getting clean and getting better. And, and he spoke about that. Mm -hmm. If you go back in his, his um, interviews, he spoke about a bounty hunter that had him like, Basically, the police brutality situation that we see nowadays, mm -hmm. that happened to him with the bounty hunter. But he was like, they wrote it off because they made it seem like I was on drugs. Mm -hmm. And he was like, nobody cared about me. That's like a $200 million lawsuit that nobody took. Mm -hmm. And But they make him look crazy. They make him look like... To be able to play like a fool is to be like really smart. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of us can't do that, but he exposes things even when they showing the little skibbity bebops and stuff that he mm -hmm. said. He's saying things and telling, like dropping stuff while he's doing those things. Mm -hmm. uh, he, but, he remind me of my cousin. It's like he just be making up shit all the time. <laughs> like he like a compulsive liar. I had a cousin like that. So. I don't think he making stuff. I don't up. think he making stuff up either. But <laughs> the people who control the narrative are gonna make it seem like. Lying. Yeah, the same with Kanye. You think Kanye yes. making all that stuff up that he's been saying? I don't really pay attention to him like that. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he even came out and said, um, so when he first started talking about like the Nazis or Germany and no, the Jews, sorry, let me say that. The Jews controlling the media, he did the whole drink champs thing. Corey Hoko came out and was like, Oh, you talk about them, well, what happened to your mother? And he made it like a joke. He was like, You killed your mother with some titties. 
But he was basically saying, if you calling this out, why are you not talking about your mom being sacrificed? And so after that, Ye came out and was like, my mother was a sacrifice. He said it. Mm-hmm. And he was crying. He was like, uh, I'm sorry, mama, I wanted to be so big. Did you see that? Oh, before, when it first happened. That was when it first happened. I don't know. Because, you know, when they be putting clips, they don't have dates on them. So I don't know mm-hmm. how long ago it was. Because that was initially when they started saying that Ye was crazy was when his mom died. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that drove him to depression, da 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 da. So that could possibly be from then. But I know after that interview, after Corey Holcomb saying that, they were talking to him in a car. And he was like, Jay Z, Beyonce, he called out big names. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm with this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I can do that because I haven't killed anyone. My mother was a sacrifice. So he hasn't gone further with the rituals, which is why they keep giving him these handlers. They keep mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, he's married to this person. I think they got another handler on him. But he came out and put, put it all out there and said, these people have killed people, and I can say whatever I want to say because I haven't done it. These people can't say nothing because they've done these rituals. So now if you do come out and try to go against it, they could blackmail you or they could do whatever else they want to do to you because you made the agreement. You just gotta do some it's research. Way, it's into way it, too much. Yeah, it's way too much. Consistency. Information, <laughs> consistency. Everybody can tell the same lie. Yeah. And won't. For what? For what? Okay. You just gotta stay prayed up. Like, you really, especially when you're in this industry, that shit is scary. Gotta stay close to God. And use your art for that, too. Like, put it out there. Because that's what the devil doing. We preaching about, we sing about demons and being whatever and you know what I'm saying it's instead of singing about the opposite mm-hmm. who sing about demons every rapper mm-hmm. every rapper I mean I don't really tune in but I don't either I had to hear like four songs while I'd be able to tune in to a nigga yeah I mean just look at whatever's playing on the radio they talking about like Kodak Black right Kodak Black get played. I mean, this man gets spent a lot. And all of his songs is talking about spinning blocks and killing people and being demons. And what he said, uh, he a gremlin. That's why he still ate the perk when he knew it wasn't a perk or whatever. Like, his music gets spent because he's talking about what they want him to be talking about. But they, but I'm saying he had a money for, you know, they have to spend a radio budget. Most artists don't do that. There are other artists that signed that's not getting as much or that got the budget that's not getting as much. That's true. That's true. And also depends on like the demographic where you at, mm-hmm. what part of each city too. Because like some some people listen to certain music. So what's more important, your your relationship or your career? Like if you had to choose. Um, I would say they both important. I love I love my relationship and I'm not on a diminished that at all. But my career is important too. I gotta definitely, you know, have something for myself. Like you don't wanna just be dependent on nobody else, you know what I'm saying? So, um, definitely both important. And I and I definitely am a firm believer that you can do both because some people that feel like they gotta choose and I don't feel like you gotta okay, choose. Okay, let's just say um you got an offer to go on tour with like Tim or something. There's a female African singer. Mm-hmm. And basically, you're going to be here like maybe 30 days out the whole year. Mm-hmm. You you wouldn't take it just to be with your man? No, I would take it. He can come and visit me or whatever the case may be in certain countries, whatever. Like, we make it work, but... So, like, you, so you think a guy could be faithful if he seen you like I a, think my guy can be faithful. I don't think any guy could be faithful. What about you, Jay? You think you're scared to be faithful, like if you was here 30 days out the year? Yeah. I don't think Scott will ever cheat on me, for real, for real. If I, I recently told him this. The day that Scott cheated on me, I don't even know if I want to break up or not, but like I know it would ruin my trust for anyone after that. Because I just know that man is not going to do nothing. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like when they love you, they love you. They're not going to step out. Like, mm-hmm. that's funny. Then that means they don't love you then. That's not, I'm saying guys can love you and do, I feel like people can love you and they'll do shit that's a fuck up in a relationship. Do you think it's real love then? I don't think it's true love if you 
just hurt somebody like that. The definition of love is just a deep affection for somebody. So, I mean, you love somebody out. I mean, I think you can love somebody and still cheat on them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think you cheated on them yeah. because you didn't love them. Yeah. It was just, that's what it was. Temptation of motherfucking, so. Yeah, and it was lust. It wasn't love that mm-hmm. took you away. But, no, I don't see that as love. That's because you don't. It's gonna be hard to convince me. Yeah, not for <laughs> after, after that, it's gonna be hard to convince me that you love me. You out here, like the um, stepping out. The singer uh, Mary Mary, like her husband was cheating right for years. You hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, she shot up his car and shit. Not the gospel singer. Yeah, that's that's old. Yeah, they had a um a little a show like a reality show. They didn't show a shooting it, but they showed the car. Like after he got um he came out there, he was cheating, and they showed a video where they videoed the car that had bullet holes and shit in it. You can't play with people hard like that. But they stayed together. Mm-hmm. I bet they did. She really loved him. She shot up the car. She was risking her freedom and everything. So um, You crazy. Was, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm not going there. If you if I'm that's how you been that bad. No, <laughs> I mean maybe, but like I'm not going that that length though. Like I'm not going, I'm not doing that. I'm not destroying nobody property. I'm not nothing. The most I do is I might, I might swing. It's my own life, <laughs> but like I'm not going to destroy nobody property. Yeah. Like that. I'm gonna destroy you. You gonna get? I'm cracking up. Like don't play with me. I ain't never even swung on nobody. I mean, who wasn't trying to hurt me? You know what I'm saying? But no. No. I'm supposed to be disrespecting me so bad. I have to do something. No, my ex one time I was fed up. But I was drunk. But I really was trying it. I was trying to swing on him for real, for real. We really messed up. But it's like when somebody try to play with your intelligence. Yeah, don't play don't with play me. Don't play with me, bro. Don't play with me. But I was in high school. I, that was the one and only time I ever did something like that. That was the guy who said he had to take off his pants and get a tail braid. <laughs> no, that was a Leo. That was the domestic violence. No. That nigga is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he do comedy. No, for real. He is yeah, a clown. Uh, <laughs> okay, I guess we're going um, we to wrap it up. So I guess um, tell us about your latest projects and all this kind of stuff. For sure. So once again, my name is Um, I just dropped. Don't forget that. So make sure y'all go get that. And before that, I dropped the party, and that record went crazy. Okay, I put it on Brawl Star, got over thirty thousand views. Um, YouTube is on like five point six thousand and counting. Okay. Um, my EP it was dropped um, two years ago now, so I'm definitely about to put together another project. I'm in the process of recording and getting everything together, but um. My EP hit like twenty four thousand streams on Apple. Like I'm doing, yes. I'm doing pretty well. So I'm just super excited to see. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited to see you know where this goes, and you know I just hope that y'all feel like supporting because you know it's free. Might as well, might as well check me out. See if y'all like it because y'all gonna like it. Y'all gonna like it. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> Support is free. Okay, literally, there's no pressure, man. Um, I guess we out, man. And uh, we'll see y'all later.